Chapter 11 Time Unknown I woke up. I woke up very suddenly. My head hurt, and the screaming noises didn't help. My back hurt, too. I was lying on the ground, on mildewed, rotting leaves. Trees towered over me. Insanely tall trees. Ferns dipped down to tickle my face. There was a root or something under my back, which explained the back pain. But I was alive. I sat up quickly, but that sent a spear of pain through my head. Oh, man, I groaned. Then I saw the bug. The bug on my lap. The big, giant, monster bug. I guess it was some kind of beetle. It had yellow and black stripes and something that looked almost like the curve antlers. I swear, it was six inches long. Or at least three inches. It would have been beautiful if it hadn't been on me. Yeah! I yelled and brushed the beetle away. Then I felt the itchy, crawling feeling on my leg. Ants! There were a dozen ants climbing up my right chin. I had been an ant, so you'd think maybe I would have some sympathy for them. Wrong. I slapped at my leg till I was sure they were gone. I climbed to my feet. I felt woozy and confused. Where was I? Where were the others? I looked around. Green. Green everywhere. I mean, everywhere. The visions, I said to no one. I was in a jungle. I knew that for sure. I'd never been in a jungle before, but there was no doubt in my mind. Maybe it was the monkeys and birds screeching at an insane volume all around me in the trees that gave it away. Maybe it was the creepers and vines. Maybe it was a flash of an amazing red and blue bird flitting through the branches. Maybe it was the fact that beetles really shouldn't be as big as that beetle had been. It was jungle, all right. Just like it had been in the weird flashes I'd been experiencing since that afternoon while square dancing. That's what did it, I muttered. It was the square dancing that drove me crazy. I decided to yell for the others. Hey! Hey! Cassie! Marco! It was like my voice had no power. The sound was just swallowed by the trees and ferns and bushes. Okay, get a grip, Jake. Try to remember. You were coming down in the bugfighter. Obviously you crashed. Duh. So look for the bugfighter. It can't be far away. I glanced around me at the solid wall of green in every direction. The air was steaming with humidity, and the smells of overly sweet flowers and tropical rot made me feel like I was walking past some department store perfume counter. Then I spotted a tree where the top half had been snapped off. I started walking, trying to get a better angle on the broken tree. I saw a second tree, splintered. I began to notice what looked like a tunnel plowed through the dense foliage. A tunnel plowed through the trees and foliage should lead to the bugfighter. Or the blade ship, I reminded myself. (laughs) 
The jungle was quieting down a little, but there was still some fairly crazy screeching from up in the tall trees. The jungle animals sounded annoyed. Probably they didn't appreciate someone crashing a bug fighter into their home, and they didn't like my looks either. The jungle floor was surprisingly clear. Down at foot level, there wasn't much growing, just dead leaves. But at face level, there were vines and bushes and ferns, all slapping me in the face as I pressed on. Suddenly, I came to a clearing, a hole in the canopy where a tree had fallen. Bright sunlight shone down through the gap, and it was as if every species of plant life you could imagine was crowding into that sunny spot. I found myself facing an incredible wall of vegetation, a dozen types of brilliant flowers, mosses so green they didn't seem real, small vines wrapped around bigger vines wrapped around tree trunks. It was the greenest place on earth. There were even plants growing out of the smooth trunks of tall trees. I trudged on, back into the shadows of the forest, and when I looked up, I could no longer see the tunnel through the foliage. That's when I started to get really scared. I was in a jungle. And jungle isn't like forest, where you can usually see for hundreds of feet in any direction. Jungle presses in close around. It's like being buried in green. Marco! Cassie! Rachel! I yelled, feeling the edge of panic. How about Tobias? A voice said in my head. I looked up and saw nothing. Then I noticed him swooping down toward me from the high branches of a tree. Tobias! I yelled. I waved. Of course, he'd already seen me, obviously. But I was massively relieved. So I waved again. The red-tailed hawk body seemed almost bland, boring in the context of this jungle. He landed on a rotting, moss-covered log. Tobias! The others? Everyone is alive, he said. It took a while to find everyone, though. I think the bugfighter must have spun around a few times, tearing through the trees. Cassie ended up practically on top of this snake. This extremely large snake. Where are we? I don't know, Tobias said. But I'm pretty sure this ain't home. Come on, follow me. It's not far. I followed Tobias, pushing and shoving and fighting my way through forest that seemed determined to stop me. I was dripping with sweat and gasping in the thick air. Then, a clearing. Not a natural clearing, but one created by the crashed bugfighter. Jake! Cassie yelled and ran over to give me a hug. She had a nasty cut on one hand, which she'd bandaged with strips torn from her t-shirt. You're alive, Marco observed. For now, he added darkly. I told you he'd be okay, Rachel said. The bugfighter was upright, but one whole side looked as if it had been peeled back. You could see right to the inside. The left engine pod was cranked out at a sharp angle. Axe was inside the fighter. He lowered his head to peer at me through the hole in the fighter's side. Prince Jake, I'm glad you're all right. I'm glad I'm all right, too, I said. Now, where are we? Where is easy, Cassie said. Rainforest. Not Africa, because I've seen monkeys with prehensile tails. You know, tails they can swing by. Most likely, we're in Central or South America. Either the Costa Rican rainforest, or the Amazon rainforest. I'm betting Amazon, Marco said brightly. I'm also taking bets on whether we live long enough for me to collect on bets. I laughed. <laughs> You're always such an optimist, Marco. I turned back to Cassie. 
Amazon rainforest, huh? Like I said, the question of where we are is fairly easy. Cassie, why do I have the feeling there's something you're not telling me? I asked her. Remember when we were in orbit? Remember how it was night in North America, but the sun was just coming up over the Red Sea? I shrugged. I guess so. Well, after we fired at the blade ship, as we were going down, it was daylight here, over South America. It took me a few seconds to realize what she was talking about. Axe came trotting out of the bugfighter. He wiped his hands on a rag. Thanks to Cassie's observation, it seems pretty clear that when we and the blade ship fired simultaneously and the Dracon beams intersected, we created what we call a Sario Rip. A what? A Sario Rip? What's that? We blew a small hole in space-time, and were drawn in through that hole. English, please, I warned. Plain English, please. We were blown through time, Jake, Cassie said. We aren't where we want to be, and we aren't when we want to be. I stared at her. Did we go forward or back? Are we in the past or the future? Yes, Axe said. It's definitely one of those two choices.